Thanks for taking time to stop by the campfire. I'm your host, Cole Kelly. Last time around the campfire, I had the great pleasure of speaking with some friends who were just starting out their first full-time camp journey. Tonight, I get a chance to talk with someone who has just closed out her first full year of summer camp. When Samantha Thompson joined Camp Quake eight summers ago for the first time, she wasn't sure camp was real. Seriously, she actually gave it about a 50-50 chance that the whole thing was just some random scam. Thankfully, she gave us a chance, and camp brought out the best in her. Fast forward several summers, and Samson, as she's known at camp, is starting her second full-time summer. Samson and I had spoken last year about doing something like a before and after conversation, but things that crazy as they're wont to do here at camp, and we never had a chance to sit and talk. Before the campers bounce off the bus in a few days, though, we wanted to take a few minutes to talk and laugh and learn together. I hope you'll enjoy hearing Samson's camp story, learning how some no's are really useful, the importance of patience in relationships, and what it's like to work behind the curtain at summer camp full-time. I hope you'll enjoy this great conversation with my good friend, Samson. Sam Thompson, welcome to the campfire. Thank you. And I, I can't really call you Sam Thompson. You're Samson. <laughs> yep. So what, very quickly, where did Samson come from? So my second year at camp, we had seven staff members named Sam. Um, and just to kind of differentiate between all of us, I yeah. got the nickname Samson because it's my first and last name combined. Mm-hmm. Um, there Actually, the next year was someone else named Sam Hampson, and I was like, dibs on Samson, sorry. You have to find something else. <laughs> That's right, I remember that. Sam Hampson, we were all so confused, like, what's going to happen to Samson? Sorry, it hasn't, couldn't happen. <laughs> so, all right, th- this is a total non sequitur, but we have to talk about it. Best nickname at camp so far? Uh, the first one that came to mind was Table. 100%. What, he, what's his real name? Ryan. Ryan. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, good get. He's married now, but I think he still goes by table. Yeah, of course he does. Yeah, I love, I gotta, I gotta say, I love Tic Tac. That one's fun too. And that was a similar situation where, in both situations, the guys said, yeah, I mean, you can be anybody at camp. Like, I could be like Tic Tac. And then it stuck. And <laughs> for there, better or for worse. There you go. Uh, but we've had like Video Carl, Carl with a K. I mean, we've had so many crazy nicknames. So many fun ones. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> Kelly. It's one of my favorites. So, all right, we digress. You are now in camp for full-time for 15 months. But before that, you had a lot of other camp experience here. How did it all begin for you? Yeah, um, so I kind of found camp on accident um, after applying to be an orientation leader and ultimately like not getting the position, thinking the world was ending. I knew that I wanted to work in camp still, so I Googled, or, I Googled camps in the U.S., and Wilquake came up, and I found my way here kind of on accident, and... Thank you, Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Google search rankings. Um, but looking back, I kind of realized, like, even though in the moment I was really sad about not getting the other position, that sometimes you're told no because there's a better yes out there for you, mm-hmm. um, so I'm grateful that I found my way here. Who was it that interviewed you? Do you remember? Dana. Oh, we Dana talked for like an hour. Y'all must have had the best time. It was so nice. Did it? What did it feel like talking to Dana? Because you didn't really think that this whole thing really existed. No, I was kind of afraid that I was going to show up and nothing was going to be here. But when I saw <laughs> Dana's smiling face on the Zoom call, um, I don't know, just kind of all came together and, and made sense, and we just immediately clicked on our interview. Mm-hmm. That's great. So you have the interview. You come for your first experience. What was that like walking into camp the first time? 
Oh, it was crazy. I just, one, couldn't believe, like, how beautiful it is here. Mm -hmm. And then I remember meeting Dana for the first time, and she gave me a hug. Like, we'd known each other for years, and Mm -hmm. that kind of just validated, like, I'm in the right place at the right time. Like, this is where I need to be right now. That's awesome. All right, so you're a counselor for a couple of years. You run programs. You help run evening activities. You move on to do other things. What were you doing after you left kind of camp, your summer role, if you will? So what did you do in between, you know, finishing up camp here, finishing college, and then what did you do next? Okay, I um, I worked in a couple of different industries as a marketing manager, mm-hmm. um, doing events, marketing mm-hmm. shenanigans, website <laughs> updates, um, stuff like that, and just a couple of different less fun industries. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, so what did you take from your experience working as as a summer staff member, and to, what did you take and put into the kind of the quote-unquote real world? I think that I was, or I am the person I am because of the time I had at camp, and I brought a lot of things I learned, whether that's, like, my work ethic and just doing anything you can to make the people around you feel seen and heard, Um, and then kind of trying to bring, like, the sparkle and fun from camp into kind of corporate America jobs, and Mm -hmm. how can we make the staff meeting more fun, and how can you make the people that you work with feel validated and Mm -hmm. that you appreciate them and their work Mm -hmm. and so just taking the little lessons and just the core values from camp into any job I had Mm -hmm. after this I think really made me like the person I am and and made I tried to contribute to the companies that I worked with and bring camp to them. Was that who you were before you came to camp? Oh absolutely not. (laughs) What? (laughs) I was, I'm pretty, pretty shy at home, and so I remember after my first summer going home, my roommate was like, I don't know what happened this summer, but you were a completely different person, but in all the right ways. <laughs> um, I just learned how to be like a servant leader and try to think of others before myself and then see how I can bring fun to just normal tasks that might not be normally exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's actually Dana and Kate's gift. Oh, yeah. Like, they do hard things and make it look fun. Absolutely. And Our re- staff meetings here are, like, iconic. So. <laughs> it's like, yeah. how can I do this in, like, a corporate setting and not be weird throwing candy bars at people? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's actually, yeah, we got to probably stop hitting people with candy. Um, there's probably an OSHA rule against that. So, all right, so you move on. And did you feel like, you know, when you go into the corporate world, and do that. I mean, we, we talked about it once before. There are people that are energetic, and then there are people that are intentionally bringing energy and connection. Like, which one were you? I think I just try to be intentional about what I do and, like, the events you set up and just giving other people the power to bring that energy to you. So it's not mm-hmm. just one person, like, talking at you with all this energy because mm-hmm. I'm not naturally the loudest person in the room, but kind of setting things up and encouraging other people to, to match that energy and kind of build on each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of how I look at things even now, um, yep. but especially like in previous positions. So you weren't doing like crazy things in the office, like seeing how many gumdrops you can put in your mouth at one time? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Never done that before. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. It's just crazy, crazy. How was that received in the quote-unquote corporate world? I think that I like had a bunch of people tell me like, oh, I'm the like, I'm a positive person around that office and I brought like a different energy, whether that was, you know, me like coming into the office and like you can hear me coming, but like it wasn't like that. It was, Mm -hmm. you know, I bring these like small moments to make people feel Mm -hmm. seen and like they matter in Mm -hmm. an office when sometimes 
it can be easy to get lost in like the numbers of staff. That's so important. Those little small moments. For sure. Um, that's a great book. Chip and Dan Heath moments. Um, holy cow. I mean, just do a couple little things. Yeah. So, all right. So you leave the corporate world because you got a text saying, <laughs> come back to camp. Yep. And how long did that take you to decide? Um, I got the text while I was in my office. And then by the next day I had quit my job. <laughs> I, I put my two weeks in, but I had told my boss that I was leaving the next day. How'd that go? She could hear it in my voice. She was like, I'm not even going to try to counter offer. Like, I know <laughs> where your heart is and like, I support you. So on that is awesome so um what so now that you're 15 months in obviously you know we had that conversation for you to come on and join us full-time which obviously we're so excited about how has the year the full-time experience been relative to kind of what you thought it would be how is it the same and how is it different yeah um i think the parts of camp that i knew before like events and Mm -hmm. um just the random shenanigans that goes on at camp like i understand pretty well just from my time here during the summer but being a full-time staff member you see like the full picture you have Mm -hmm. like a zoomed out view of just what it takes to get camp even ready for our staff to get there Mm -hmm. um, let alone like the campers and so I've learned so much about just operations and staffing and things that I didn't really have a part in before but now like it's a huge part of, mm-hmm. you know, the whole process of getting camp ready. So it's been really interesting and I have learned so much and I'm still learning so much. Has <laughs> there been one thing that's been like more surprising than anything else? I think just um, all of the random pieces of machinery that I watch Cole Kelly <laughs> drive by on <laughs> because like we just don't know what's going to be next. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my, as John likes to say, my touch a truck day might be over here pretty soon. <laughs> so he's our maintenance director, John. And, and if you have not listened to it, everybody, please go back to Maintenance Matters. John actually had a fantastic podcast with Aww. me last year, which was really, really great. Actually, the second most listened to podcast we've got behind Dana and, and Kate. That man has things to say, great he, things. He really does, um, but he's ready for me to be off the tractor. Um, so, all right, and also, I mean, you know, as we work as a distributive office, and I think a lot of people have now kind of moved into that world where they're no longer kind of working out of the office anymore. What was that like? I think that it's been a good balance for me. Like, we have, you know, all of this, like, full-on time in the summer where mm-hmm. we live and work in the same community as everybody, and then taking a step back in the off season, um, and kind of shifting into like a different mindset. And I think it's good to like, kind of think on your own and then come together for like our weekly meetings. And Mm -hmm. so we're not all just brainstorming the same thing. Like we're able to fully develop our thoughts and then bring them together. Um, and then I got to see you guys like pretty regularly Mm -hmm. throughout the year. So Mm -hmm. it was, I think the perfect balance for me of like remote work versus like seeing you guys and then the summer is like all yeah. I could ask for and more. <laughs> so what was, have, was there an experience or two during the, the off-season, quote-unquote off-season, because there's certainly no off-season <laughs> for us, uh, but during the year that really kind of stood out more than anything else? Um, I think one of my favorite experiences was the Tri-State Convention mm-hmm. and just seeing how big the industry is and not having to explain, like, from the very beginning of my story, like, give back story and <laughs> What context. do I do? <laughs> yeah, everyone's like, I can just jump right in, and everyone's like, I totally get it. Like, right. You're, you go immediately talk about EAs and about these kids and about whatever it is. It's like, oh, yeah, they totally get it. 100%, and I have never experienced that. And I didn't realize, like, how big the industry was, and so mm-hmm. it was really validating to see that, like, there's so many people out there that do the same thing that we do and feel as passionate about it as we do. Yeah. So I didn't prepare you for this question, but I'd be interested in your, your thoughts. If someone 
you know, we have a bunch of summer staff coming in. We already have them here. We have more coming in tomorrow. If somebody wanted to do camp full time, how would you, what would you tell them? How would you get them going? I think if you've never experienced camp before, the first thing is like try a summer and see the crazy shenanigans that goes on. Mm -hmm. And you kind of just have to jump in. We like to say at camp, uh, like get in the llama, don't ask questions. Like there's a lot of that. Um, and so if that terrifies you, then like you got to live through that and, and see what it really is like. And then if you want to be full time after you have had that experience and love it, um, I would just say, like, stay in contact with your people and, and mm-hmm. make the time and those connections. I, like, kind of always jokingly told Dana, like, if there's an opening, I would love to be the first phone call. Um, <laughs> and I never thought it would happen, but, like, <laughs> even, you know, five years after my last full summer, like, mm-hmm. I got that text and I was so, so excited. Yeah. And I think it's also really important, and I, I think more and more camps are finally doing this, where you got to have an all-star exemption. Like, we always say, you got to be here the whole summer, right? Like, that's the thing. But if you're an all-star, like, if you're one of the best of the best, come back for a week, two weeks, three days, cool. Because we want great people. Mm-hmm. You know, and that also, I think, helps get pe- keep people close as well. For sure. I came back two years mm-hmm. for short stints. Um, would take my PTO and everyone in my office thought I was crazy, but it's like, you just don't get it. <laughs> I was, this is totally yeah. worth it. It's the hardest thing I've ever done, and it's absolutely rocket fuel. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> oh, that's great. All right. Well, good. Well, so... You're 15 months in. We're about to start our second summer full time. You know, kind of, what are you looking most forward to this summer, and what are you looking forward to for this next off season? So I think for the summer, it's seeing you know all the things that we've been planning in the off season like come together. Mm-hmm. I've always kind of picked up from like the end of the plans into like execution, mm-hmm. but this year I got to from like idea to you know execution. So I'm excited to see it all come together, and then in the off season just kind of building on top of that again and like what can we do better next year like how can we make this process more streamlined and mm-hmm. how can we do things bigger and better so just continuing to to push myself and my team and see what we can do yeah it's amazing how much goes into it isn't it oh my gosh yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think that's one of the most shocking things most people in full-time like holy cow i had no idea oh yeah yeah there's so many like moving parts and mm-hmm. things going on at the same time but it all comes together yeah it all works yep. awesome well samson i'm so happy you're here thank you yeah thanks so thanks for, for me. thanks for being around the campfire thank you well scrappy We've done it, done it again. Here we are uh, again. Final podcast of the year. It's kind of crazy. So not as many podcasts this year, and I, I personally blame myself uh, and my son Jack, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, and Cole and everybody else. So, um, but it's been fun. It's been fun talking with a lot of different people this year. Absolutely. I mean, we had some great guests this year, and we had some great things that we we talked about, mm-hmm. which is the goal of this is to yep. start the conversation. Yeah. Um, and I think we're going to continue to do that in different shapes and forms, and um, keep it going. You know, Absolutely. It's really nice. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's great being able to pick other people's brains. Yeah. and see how they take camp and like, like the way Dana mm-hmm. does with the, with the classroom I thought that was fascinating yeah exactly um, that was a really cool way to meld camp in how she can continue to work with kids in a different way but bring camp to that absolutely I mean that's what we talk about all the time is how can we keep camp going all year long and mm-hmm. how what can we do here during the summer continue on and when we could find now people to do that and talk about it that's like the goal when you set that's out right. five years ago or whatever it was when you're like hey I got an idea for a podcast yeah I know it's kind of nuts and you were dumb enough to say okay let's go yeah, like, I, can, I can do that I can, I can figure out how to make it work so here we are now years later so um, we are nine sleeps away from our camper showing up 
up. Yep. I know campers in the southeast have already arrived. Other campers in the northeast are going to start showing up right around ours do. Um, and we just had a great conversation with Samson. Yes, love Samson. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So, so neat to see her move from counselor to leader to kind of all-star come back oh, yeah. to now full-time. Mm-hmm. Do you, I mean, you kind of started a similar path. You started with a, kind of a summer. Yep. Yep. I came in, I was here visiting and, you know, I got, you know, you can't just visit camp. If you're <laughs> here, you're going to do something. Um, and so they asked me to help in the radio program. So I was like, sure, I'll help out, set them up. And then the next day it was like, oh, here's your schedule. I need you here. Uh, eight, 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 period. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. And I was teaching it. Um, and then you kind of ease your way in. And it's like one of those things where, Camp is just like you don't even realize you're doing it and you love it, and then you just keep doing it and doing it because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, this is great, and this is a job. Like, okay, yeah. all right, let's keep going. Let's see where, how far this can take us. Yeah. Um, and working with Samson this year, it kind of, for me, like I've, I've always been the new guy here mm-hmm. at camp. So now mm-hmm. I'm finally not the new guy. Even yeah, six years right. later, I was still the new guy. <laughs> uh, but now I have a new, another new guy in Samson, and she's been fantastic. And I've like, really enjoyed teaching and showing some of those things mm-hmm. that like I forgot that I experienced a couple years ago when I started full time and saying oh wow like yeah this oh yeah you get to do this and that and taking her to her first tri-states and it's like yeah. these things that you get to experience that kind of gave me the renewed energy yep. um, which has been really nice so how much of it do you feel like has changed for you obviously that that mentoring role now mm-hmm. is a big change yeah. what else um you know it's just more about uh, like tweaking things now, right? Because it's like, okay, you can get stuck in this this role of, okay, we did it last summer and we went great. We got our kids came back. We got X amount for, you know, retention mm-hmm. rate, our staff's going to like, you go, okay, let's do it again. And it's real easy to kind of get complacent. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the things I love about you and Kate and this organization is we never do that. Um, <laughs> and it's always about pushing and saying, okay, that was great. How can we make it greater? Mm-hmm. You know, how can we do things differently? And sometimes you don't do it and you just talk about it, which mm-hmm. is great. And that, you know, that's what the, this, this, supposed to be is mm-hmm. this constant pursuit of something that we can never achieve mm-hmm. and we're going to try every year to do it you know right. i think that's a really cool thing that i've learned over the years that it's never going to be perfect and we're going to try and make it perfect next summer right. you know <laughs> that's like the, the thing which is a very yeah. cool way to approach it you yeah know? back to the drawing board with a whole lot of experience mm-hmm. you know and i think that's i was thinking about that today that this lifestyle this job you know it's it's I guess it's kind of both in some mm-hmm. ways. Yeah, it is a lifestyle. Um, oh, without a doubt. Yeah. I mean, you can't do what, what the camp professionals do around the country and it not be a lifestyle. Of course. It's not a nine-to-five no, gig not um, at all. Um, but the cool thing about whatever camp that a professional is at or a group of professionals are at, the camp really doesn't change that much. Like, mm-hmm. we do the same stuff, yeah. but, but it's also different every year because the kids are different. The staff is different. You learn more. Yep. There, there are high points that are always the same. You know, you have the color wars, the yeah, traditional yeah, exactly. stuff that are awesome, the, the special meals, whatever it is, but everything else about it has changed. Always. And, and I that, think that's really kind of a cool thing. Yeah, and that was one of the first things, Sue, who's our associate director, when mm-hmm. I first started, and I still remember this today, and the, one she, the first thing she told me, she's like, the thing you're going to learn about this job, it's about the people. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And so it's staff, campers, it's the people that make this job special. Yep. Um, and the things you can never predict, you know, mm-hmm. like like the guy I hired last year as a soccer soccer mm-hmm. uh, counselor, and he ended up training for circus, and he became our best circus counselor and trapeze <laughs> artist, and he's back again doing it, and is now about to go to the a resort in the Dominican Republic and take it. And like, like he didn't know that that was his path. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so seeing that that's what changes for us. So we do yep. the same thing kind of, but the people are always changing, yeah. which makes it kind of this interesting dynamic that we can never predict. I never fun. thought about that, but we get to introduce 
a new path to so many people. Oh yeah, that's what my favorite thing. Like huh. they, they like people don't know what they don't know, and they come here, and their whole lives can get changed intentionally or unintentionally. Right. You know, some people come to camp or come for these experiences, saying like, "Okay, I need this. I need something to find and mm-hmm. give me a way to do it." And some people are just like, "Okay, this is a summer job." Right. And they end up here, and then they're like. What just happened at the end of the summer and their whole life went a different direction. Um, and it's whether it's you know dedicating it to service or teaching or camp or mm-hmm. kids or something else in your life, mm-hmm. it changes everybody's lives. And, yep. it, and it affects everybody so differently, which yep. is really cool. Well, opinion. and that's kind of what Kate was talking about tonight. You know, our first full day of orientation is now in the books. Mm-hmm. And Kate ends it with the idea of committing wholly oh, yeah. you know, to this experience. And whatever camp people are at, if, if you have to be listening to this in your camp professional or if you're a parent listening to this and you're thinking about the the young men and women that are going to be working with your child this summer, they commit wholly oh, yeah. to this whole thing. Mm-hmm. They jump in the deep end and start swimming whether they really want to or not. Yeah. Um, and those that really get the most out of it truly do commit oh, wholly. 100%. I mean, that's what you have to do during the summer. And that's like for you, like I said, for us, like it's a lifestyle, especially mm-hmm. us who do this. I, we can mentally prep because we know what we're getting into. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's even for me, like when I'm home with my kids, I'm like a homebody. I, you know, I'm in bed by eight o'clock, you know, <laughs> I'm doing stuff like I'm not doing much. And then when I get to camp, it's like I'm going, we're staying up till 12 o'clock, right. one o'clock in the morning, sleeping five hours. Because um, that's just the lifestyle that mm-hmm. we, we have. And that's part of the job. Right. Um, and like I sometimes directors like yourself, like I don't know how you sleep, you don't sleep and you you can't you can't fully rest until the end of the summer right. when everybody's gone. Yep. So literally for two months straight, once these kids hit the camp, even now when the staff here, it's like you're always on call. There yep. is no off, um, and that makes the lifestyle <laughs> not hard, but just interesting. You yeah, know, I mean, it is yeah. hard. That's just you know. Yeah, I mean, there are certainly hard parts about it, but I think any camp professional, yourself, Dana. You know, Kate, there's so much to love about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it gives you rocket fuel. Yeah. And it helps keep you young if you if you truly love it. Oh, absolutely. And like I said, like the, I always, I'm super in with the staff, and that's that's what motivates me. Yeah. You know, mentoring these people and showing them some some stuff and keeping in touch with them after they leave. And, you know, I, I keep in touch with people that haven't worked here for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love it. Like, that's mm-hmm. awesome that they still think about this place, you know. And, and then the connections. I mean, we have one. I hired two people last year. Um, I, they introduced and met at camp, and they are getting married June 24th, the same day our campers go. They picked the worst day of the year. Of course, I can't go, <laughs> um, but it has their schedule. But, like, their lives are changed forever right. because of camp. Yeah, uh, and not in a way that we could have ever predicted or said this is going to happen to you. Oh well, and you know, I think scrap. That's actually a great segue to give a little bit of an introduction to what we're thinking about for next year. Yes, I'm very excited for this idea. Um, and so campfire, we've been doing this for like I think it's four years now, almost yep. of talking to professionals and stuff. And then Cole came, I, you know, came up with this idea about how so many people don't know how we got to this point. Mm-hmm. Not just us, but summer camp. Right. And so you came up with this idea of talking about the history of summer camp, summer camping, mm-hmm. this whole industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what we've come up with, and so everybody listening out here, this is the exclusive, you know, <laughs> we're telling you. So next season, we're going to do a Campfire Conversation Presents under a new banner, uh, and it's going to be the history of summer camp. Right. And so we're looking for people to talk to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're looking for some history to talk to. It's going to be a little bit in-depth, not so much conversations for this one, um, but to let you know where it started and how we got to where we're at because it's right. a it, that's an amazing journey in itself. Oh, absolutely. And there's so many different facets of it. There's, you know, obviously the big Jewish component yep. because it started in the Northeast with those, a lot of Jewish absolutely. camps uh, and kids getting out of, of the ghettos and then you have the Southern, you know, kind of the Christian side of things. Yep. You got the YMCA, you got the Boy Scout and Girl Scouts yeah. and they all funnel into this incredible ecosystem. Yes. 
of camp, summer camp that no one really knows about, and and we, you and I, don't know enough about. I don't. I yeah. I, I still trying to learn actively because I was thinking about this recently too, and it's like because there, there's it's so hard to say what camps have in common, right? right. Like because there's so many, like you said, there's 50 different ways to do it. And so I was yep. thinking about this, and, and almost these are the three things I came up with so far, and maybe we'll analyze this and see if it's true. Mm-hmm. But every camp is trying to take care of kids. Yep. They're trying to have some fun. Yep. And they're trying to teach the kids something. I like it. And it starts there, and then it's through a religious lens or a sports Mm -hmm. lens Mm -hmm. or a nonprofit or for money or all these different lenses that you go through, and that's what we're going to explore. Yep. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, me too. So I think it's going to be really cool to kind of let people understand that and and see what it's all about. Yep. So uh, those listening, thank you so much for joining us around the campfire for this uh, season, uh, the fourth or fifth. I don't know. Yeah, I can't, I can't remember. remember. Point, yep. um, but we're still having a great time doing it, and we're really looking forward to hopefully in October having a full slate of some really interesting conversations with some historians and people yeah. who really know a lot about the history of summer camp. Yep, that's what we're going to show. So look forward to that. Scrappy, as always, it's a pleasure. Pleasure. See you guys soon. See you guys. Thanks again to our friends at Scope for sponsoring the Campfire Conversation podcast. Scope stands for Summer Camp Opportunities Promote Education. They provide children from underserved communities with life-changing opportunities through the experience of summer camp. Scope campers benefit from a positive, safe, and healthy environment led by excellent role models who give them the chance to develop their full potential. We both believe that summer camp reinforces what children learn in school and enhances overall academic learning. If you would like to help give some wonderful children a life-changing experience, I hope you'll join me in supporting Scope. You can find them online at scopeusa.org and on social media at support scope.